We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. Engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and Friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power. Experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power, experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Check out her website at www.eastgateministries.com. judge. The Lord is our lawgiver, and the Lord is our king. 
When our founding fathers set up three branches of government, do you think they knew that church was there? I gave a word of knowledge after the Tuesday Bible study. Some of you kind of, I guess it's, it's okay, because after I finished preaching, that happened occasionally. I was, in, I was slain in the spirit on the front row, and I, be, and I heard that the Kavanaugh hearing was a sign. Okay, so I'm sitting there waiting for more. What kind of sign? <laughs> you know, what kind of sign is this? But it was a sign to the nation. But when I began to put this message together, I am considering, and I say considering, that the sign to the nation is, for those who could, oh, I think I also stopped said in, in that word that was given, the apostles will see what the sign is. Yeah. Those who are, who are, many are called, but few are chosen, and there are many, many who are called to be apostles nowadays, but the apostles <laughs> would know what the sign was. Okay, and they would know that it was a sign. So I'm considering this as I preach this message today, as I consider many things in the Word of God. It is a sign to the church and those who have eyes to see that the chaff is being separated from the wheat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just considering this. Matthew 3.12 His winnowing fan is in his hand. And he will thoroughly, thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn and will burn the child with unquenchable fire. This is about the fourth message I've been led on Sunday morning. I've been teaching and preaching on the fire of God. In, uh, in Isaiah chapter 33, the prophet is prophesying of the destruction of the Assyrians. The Assyrian is a type of the spirit of Antichrist throughout the Bible. Isaiah asked two rhetorical questions over a hundred years before Babylon descended upon Judah and Benjamin and there was a great burning in the land and then it was destroyed. Isaiah 33:14. Who of us can dwell with the consuming fire? Who of us can dwell with everlasting burning? We saw Judge Kavanaugh go through the fire of God. Now, it doesn't get much hotter than that. That's right. That's about as hot as it gets. You have seen the President of the United States for the past two years go through the fire of God. It doesn't get much hotter than that. And if you ever going to answer the call on your life, and stand in what God has called you to stand in, I can promise you, you're going to go through it with the fire of God. Yes. And you better keep standing. Yes. Amen. If you're going to come out on the other side, or you will be part of the chaff. If God called you to do something, do it. <laughs> do and, and he didn't tell you it'd be easy. He didn't say you wouldn't have to go through the fire. No, he said... Who can dwell with the consuming fire? He wants you to become a consuming fire. Amen. Amen. We are to become a Amen. consuming fire. We are to bring fire. Amen. Isaiah cried out, Oh God, be gracious to us. We have waited for you. He further prayed, 
Be their arm every morning, our salvation also in the time of trouble. His was the national cry for separated people, not the cry of the mob. The church has a cry now of a separated people. The voice of the mob is not the voice of the kingdom of God. When God rises up, circumstances change immediately. I used the word significantly last night, but that's not strong enough. Great contrast falls between the reward of the noisy mob and the reward of God's voice. Now, which crowd are you going to be in? I know which crowd you're going to be in. What you're hearing is the noisy mob that's producing chaff. The noise of the mob is based in national immorality and lawlessness. I said lawlessness. And there was a prophecy that came forth that this lawlessness will intensify going into the election. Church, he has given you authority over the spirit of Antichrist, which is the spirit behind lawlessness. And it is our voice that God will listen to, and it is the church who will go through this burning. We can't back up, slack up, or sit down now. Amen. The words and chants of the mob deposited seeds in the nation of meaningless diatribe. We can call it chaff. All that meaningless diatribe that they're depositing in this nation over our television screens and over all the media is chaff. It has no value. And these words give birth to worthless productivity and call it stubble. Mm, now you will even see on Fox News, their commentators will come on there and they will try to stir the negative. Yes. They stir the negative to get the negative stirred up. They're producing chaff. Yep. And it's going to burn like wood hanging stubble. Because my God hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Their words, chants, and actions comprise worthless wood, hay, and stubble. And we're going to call this what it is when you're looking at your TV screen and you see these mobs rise up in the days ahead and they're calling it free speech when really they're producing wood, hay, and stubble. And all of it is destined to be burned. Amen. That's it. Amen. 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 The morass, which was rapidly covering their societies in Isaiah's day, was the result of their iniquity, moral loss, and overt choice to sin. You choose to sin. Yes. You make your choice. Do I want to sin? And comfort my flesh, or do I want to get a higher reward and go on with God? Amen. God challenged them to consider what it meant for him to rise up. Isaiah 33, 13, 24. Hear you. Say hear. 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 You who are far off, say far off. Far off. What I have done 
and you who are near, acknowledge my mind. The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness has seized the hypocrites. Oh, we saw some hypocrites on our television screens. <laughs> wow. There are three groups here. The sinners, the hypocrites, and the hearers. The hearers are the saints. Hear you. And they are separated when God arises. Did you see the separation last week? The last two weeks? Hypocrites, sinners, and hearers all emerge from their quarters. One to a fire of judgment and the other to a fire of revelation. Exposure to the flame makes the difference. Mm -hmm. Hypocrites and sinners are to be consumed as child, while hearers are to receive elimination. The fame of hypocrisy cannot sustain itself against a rising God. Where is God in the temple? Inside of you is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Inside of you. And as God arises in his saints, God is to arise in the church. Carolyn, that which is in heaven will be heavenly on earth. Hallelujah. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. The integrity of the Most High rises with him. But since the Lord is the root of all integrity, it is his nature to root out rebellion, idolatry, idolatry pride, and arrogance. Now, didn't we see plenty of all of that this week in our nation? The Lord dealt with Israel, and he continues to deal in fire with hypocrites and sinners today. We watch this judgment play out, and it is playing out, and it will play out. But church, do not doubt, it has to arise in you. One day God arises with his holiness flame. Then the question found in Isaiah 33, 14 overtakes the media, the government, the mobs, the people of the land and the churches. Who can dwell with the consuming fire? For the holy ones, and they are the hearers, in verse 13, they are drawn to his flame, while the compromised and rebellious are gathered and burned. Now, my God does not change. This thing that this that happened in the United States of America was no small thing this last week. Amen. It was seen around the world. Amen. This was a horrible, horrible attack on a righteous man yes. and on a righteous family. Yes. Do you not think this was a sign? Yeah. We're supposed to watch for the signs of the time, you know, yes. and be keen by the Spirit of God and know what the signs of the time were. If the Lord had knocked me down Tuesday morning and told me it was a sign, I'd have missed it. 
<laughs> he has to do that to him. He has to knock me down. Yeah. Get my attention. <laughs> Thank God he does. Okay, the fourth field of God's fire, and this is not my word, but I'm going to keep it. The fourth field of God's fire, that belongs to Dr. C.R. Oliver. He put that, he's, he's the one that initiated that. And fourth field of God's fire, isn't that powerful? Yeah. Requires the following criteria. Isaiah 33, 15 through 17, if you want to follow me. He who walks righteously and speaks of He who despises the gain of oppressions. Oh, God talked to some preachers there. <laughs> who gestures with his hands, refusing bribes. Oh, politicians and money deals and money transactions going on, international deals being made. Who stops his ears from hearing of bloodshed? Oh, they got a show on there now, The Walking Dead. They show dead bodies all over the place. He shuts his eyes from seeing evil. He will dwell on high. His place of defense will be the fortress of rocks. Bread will be given him, his water will be sure. And your eyes will see the king in his beauty, and they will see the land that is very far off. I want y'all to say far off again. Far off. I'm going to yeah, I don't want y'all to miss it, because I almost did. <laughs> Only the righteous can dwell with his burning while they behold his beauty. Because the fire that is before the throne of God, Daniel says the throne of God was as flames of fire. His feet are as burnished brass. He stands in the very fire of God, and the fire of God is before the throne of God. And on Tuesday morning when I'm preaching about Jesus in the tabernacle, when I get to the place of the Ark of the Covenant, which is the type of the throne of God, it is in that place where we're going to stand in the very fire of God. You will become a coal before the fire of God. God's supernatural energy force of fire surrounds his separated individuals who are in concert with the Holy Spirit. These form the voice of the kingdom. In the, in the book of Revelation, there is the voice of the beast, the voice of the false prophet, the voice of the, of the, of the dragon. Yeah. But there is also a voice that God has given his people and it's an exodus, and he said, I will set a voice that in the midst of them, it, what kind of voice is in the midst of them? It is the voice of God. Yeah, yeah. Coming out of his church. Yeah. The voice of God in the midst of the land coming out of his church is more powerful than the voice of the dragon and the voice of the beast and the voice of the false prophet. Amen. You're hearing their voices. I'm telling you that the voice of God in the midst of the land is the voice of God coming forth from his people who yeah, are amen. standing in the very fire of God. Yeah, amen. Amen. Oh, Lord Jesus. Consuming fire burned in Jeremiah's bones. 
His soul yielded to the Spirit of God and took into his very being the word of the book. And when he spoke, he was the kingdom voice. Kingdom voices supersede the noisy, rob rule of the Spirit of Antichrist. Yes. Amen. You've got to know your power, church. Yes. You're living below what God has given you the power to speak and do. God looks favorably upon those who walk righteously and speak uprightly. And these dwell within him and he in them. We are to be in Christ. Christ in us, the hope of glory. But when we are in Christ, and it's all through the new covenant that we are to be in Christ, then we are in glory. Amen. They are the answered prayer of Jesus recorded in John. They are the one, they are one with him, and he is one with the Father. And together they speak his one kingdom voice. Yes. Speaking Tuesday morning in the outer court. There's not going to be any of this denominational stuff. Amen. When we're in the Holy of Holies, we're going to be one and one voice. And God is going to raise up the unity of spirit and bond of peace. And there will be a people that will come forth with one voice. Yes. If you don't agree with me and what God has shown me, and see, it may be that God hasn't shown you that yet. Or it may be that uh, God's not going to show you that. But if I love the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm walking righteously and I'm preaching His Word, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to walk in unity with my brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. Being the kingdom of voice means rehearsing and declaring the works and words of God and all our speech becomes a spokesperson for righteousness. Amen. You don't have garbage coming out of your mouth. Amen. You don't, you don't speak garbage. You don't speak negatively. You don't gossip. You don't repeat. I don't, if, if it's negative about anyone or anything, I don't repeat it. That's right. I don't repeat it. I don't repeat anything that puts a bad light on any of my Christian brothers and sisters, and I don't repeat anything that's negative. Even if I know the negative, I'm not going to repeat it. You know why? I'm giving power to it when I do. And you do too. That's right. Somebody need to hear that. <laughs> These are God's spokespersons among the nations. And they are to bring the consuming fire of his presence locally. As, as Brother Allen shared this morning about Houston, the Houston solution. We have many words spoken over us. Remember I asked God what made Houston great? And he said it was the space program. Well, not only is the space program coming back to Houston, but we're going to have a space force. Amen. Okay, the Spirit of God is moving in Houston to bring these things forward. Lord, help me, I'm lost. <laughs> Provision is always made for those who have separated kingdom voices. Your eyes will see the king and his beauty, and they will see the land that is far off. Mm -hmm. the, the hearers will dwell on high. I think you're not down here in the weeds. 
Right. You're not over here with your weed eater chomping down somebody else's weed. <laughs> they will have a place of defense as well as having their human needs met. I can say, and I'm looking at you, there's not a single person in this room who had a need that is not met. Amen. And I'm not talking about your wants, and I'm not talking about your ambitions, and I'm not talking about your lust. I'm saying your needs are met. Yes. That's right. I can tell you as you walk in this place, that's when the blessings and prosperity of God overtakes you. That's right. I agree. They will see the land of promises, though far off. God's consuming fire surrounds, protects, provides, and and projects. Walking in this kind of righteousness affords them a marketplace witness. They will not be ignored even by a godless society. The whole of society society observes their separated estate and intense scrutiny. Do not think that you will not go into full-time public ministry and your whole life will come under intense scrutiny. People will search you out on the internet. They will look you up on whatever thing you can look people up on anymore. They will go through your back life. They will check out your children. They will check out your husband. They will check out your credit. Trying to find something on you that doesn't measure up to what's coming out of your mouth. Intense scrutiny. Just as Brett Kavanaugh went through the most intense scrutiny of anyone in our modern day besides what they drove the president and his family through. You're going to be a conservative leader in this nation. Whatever your past is, better be sure it's under the blood. (laughs) Because then if they bring it up, it falls on them. Whatever is under the blood in your past, if you bring it up on anyone, it will fall on you. Or worse, your children. Mm-hmm. That's serious work. Yes, it is. <clears throat> to the righteous, scrutiny is welcome. Make my day. <laughs> Those who are called to the heights of the kingdom are plowed deep. Scripture points to other ingredients observed in the hearers. For they are those who despise the gain of oppression, who gesture with their hands, refusing bribes. That means go back. Can you imagine how many? I mentioned that last week. We saw some million dollars, million millions of dollars being passed by. Look how many millions of dollars Soros paid those people. And I thought they were interviewing a woman on television who was a protester and she said yes she was a paid protester she was paid to protest it I'm telling you they're going to be after the fire wood, hay and stubble I just read it to you in the word of God those despise the gain of oppression what are they doing they're oppressing 
seeking brides to do that which is evil, which the word of God has said will burn as wood hay and stubble. Now, Carolyn, you're supposed to be praying for these people, and you're supposed to pray that they get saved and that, and that, they, and that they don't go through this burning fire. Well, I do. But I'm not God. I'm not the one who wrote this word, and I'm not the one who spoke this word to these prophets and declared that this is God's way. I just preach what God says. Could this mean no politician may qualify? Mm -hmm. With something cute on Facebook, I saw it briefly. Lindsey Graham, I kind of fallen in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it took a while. <laughs> but I, and he was just strutting. He fixed his tie and he had a big red on his face and he was just strutting right in front of those photographers. Yeah. And whoever posted said, Lindsey Graham's got swag. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Could this mean that those immersed in the corruption of the judicial system need not apply? This is me, all ministers of the gospel. 33.1. Woe to thee that spoils and you who and you were not spoiled. And dealt treacherously. And they did not deal treacherously with you. I'm talking. I'm talking to Congress now. When you cease to spoil, you shall be spoiled. I'm talking about the word of God. And you shall make an end to dealing treacherously. And they shall deal treacherously with you. We saw treachery at the highest level. Amen. That's right. Who can dwell with the consuming fire? Are they not those heroes of faith who can navigate through a distorted world of confrontational confusion and determined to hear only him? They are the hearers. Hear. 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 33.15 who stops his ears from hearing of bloodshed and shuts his eyes from seeing evil? With bad media filled with death and bloodshed, not to mention profanity and perversion, it's a seducing spirit to seduce you into the uh, storyline. And it seems impossible to not see and hear all that's around us. You just flip the channel. Just flip the channel. Gotta be careful about saying too long. But the separated man or woman has some definite life altering decisions to make, which include what is received by ear or eye. Now, I will say to you, church, you have watched the fire of God hit our government. God always stops, starts at the top, and goes down. Yes. It's time that your eyes and your ears are sanctified. There will also be gathering out of his kingdom all things that offend. Matthew 13, 41. I'm talking about what the Bible says, about what we're seeing and walking through right now. Somebody's got to preach what God's doing in the Spirit of God. Yes. Right. 
the Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity. You've heard me say, I believe there has been, for lack of a better word, an invasion of of angelic forces into the into the world right now yes. that is bringing forth uh, what God is doing on the earth. And many of you have unemployed angels who you're not using what God has sent them to do. Right. They are sent to minister to the heirs of salvation and they are sent to perform uh, the spoken word of God within his will. Uh, and they are sent to guard you and look after you. Uh, and if you are in a full-time ministry, they are sent to help you with the ministry that God has put in you. I'm telling you, church, we have got to cooperate with what heaven is doing on earth. Amen. And all things that offend, the angels shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father who has ears to hear let him hear Amen. Isaiah chapter 33 celebrates a great victory and is prophetic of the method of the final triumph of Jesus Christ the Lord is exalted for he dwells in, on high he has filled Zion with judgment and righteousness and wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times and strength of salvation and the fear of the Lord is his treasure this verse predicts the utter uselessness of trying to make peace with the Antichrist, who will be determined to destroy the nation. <clears throat> now will I rise, says the Lord. Now will I be exalted. Now will I lift up myself. You shall not conceive chaff, and you shall bring forth stubble. Your breath as life shall devour you, and the people shall be as the burnings of life. As thorns cut up, shall they be burned in the fire. Hear you that are far off. What have I done? And you that are near, acknowledge my mind. I know I read it twice. I did it on purpose. <laughs> None can endure the revelation of the holy presence of God and the Godly. They're not going to sit under the word of God. They're not going to sit under a, a, a fiery preacher. Isaiah's keynote in his whole book is righteousness. And all of Judah owes the debt of thanksgiving for deliverance, but not all. By any means are godly enough to be worthy to enter the Holy of Holies. But those who are truly grateful may show it by the amendment of life. Holy Bible has over 700 promises. And all we have to do is meet the condition and step up and claim the promise. Amen. Here the Lord tells us the keys to the kingdom, whereby we may live in the presence of the force field of God's fire, which is where the power is. One, continuation of life, perpetuity of power within the saint, he will dwell on high. There is not enough power in the church right now. There is not enough power in the church. That's right. In my lifetime. I have seen the power of God move in the, in the church. But right now, church, we don't have it. Yeah. Protection in life. 
His place of defense will be the fortress of God. Provision for life. Bread will be given him and his water will be sure. Perpetuity of life. Your eyes will see the king and his beauty and they will see the land that is very far off. So as I was typing this last night, working on this and pulling up the scriptures, I had a dream this week which puzzled me greatly. I shared it with several people. Now I know I'm a dream interpreter, okay? So I know the metaphor of dreams. I, I know and I understand most of the metaphors. But I couldn't quite get this one. So I'm going to tell you the dream. But as I was typing this and putting it together, I think the Lord gave me the interpretation of the dream. He gave me the dream before he gave me the message. And then I figured it out as I was working on these scriptures. Let me give it to you. My husband and I were in China, say a land that is far off. He came to me and he took my identification and my papers and I, I didn't have anything on me but a little bit of change. He said to me, you must start walking <coughs> due west to Missouri. Now in China, I've been for I dutifully set out on my journey. I walked into a shop in a very populous city of China to ask for water. Now I had a few, few pieces of change in my purse. A Caucasian man, which now I believe to be an angel, gave me a cup of water. I offered to pay him for it, but he would not take my money. But he asked me what was my issue. And I told him that I was walking due west to Missouri. <laughs> Another man came in from behind him, and he too was a Caucasian, and I believe he was an angel now came up behind him and handed me a flat cake, similar to a cookie, but I could say it may have raisins in it. I offered to pay him. He said no, and he too wanted to know my mission. I thanked both of them, and I walked out the door, acclimating myself, and here I am in the east, all this thinking was going on in my head. Here I am in the east, so the sun is riding in the east, and I'm supposed to go to the west and the sun is setting in the west. I started walking toward a huge, brilliant sun. More huge and brilliant because it just took up the whole landscape. In a very populated city. In a dream. I'm going to take what I got out of it. You get something, I'll take it. Consider it. And this is what I got. Now, not until I preach this sermon, okay? Now, in the natural, so it's not about my natural husband, he would have never abandoned me in a foreign city, if y'all knew Donaldson. <laughs> he was very protective, and he wouldn't even let me go in the first place, okay? <laughs> okay, and so Jesus, my, my, my husband, will never leave me nor forsake me. Okay? So China would be a land that is very far off. And a land that is far off. And their populace, which was apparent in the dream, 
If I take that dream to this scripture, it seems to fit perfectly. He who walks righteously and speaks uprightly. The journey was to walk in obedience. I was to obey that I was to take this walk. And all of my resources was removed. I was this was to be a faith walk. He who despises the gain of oppression. Well, as y'all know, many people have tried to bribe me in the ministry or to control me with money. And it just never happened. Because I have to speak what God says. I can't. I've had people come in here and tell me if I will perform their vision, they will support the church and even give us a bill. Okay, but I can't perform your vision. Yeah, that's right. If God has given you a vision, go do it. I'll help you. Yeah. 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 Amen. Who gestures with his hands and refuses bribes. He stops his ears from hearing of bloodshed and shuts his eyes from seeing evil. He will dwell on high. His place of defense will be the fortress of rocks. Bread will be given him. Angel gave me some bread. Isn't that terrible? Cookie. Uh, cookie. Yeah, it was flat, but it was kind of like a bread cookie. Okay. His water will be sure. An angel gave me a cup of water in that drink. <laughs> Your eyes will see the king in his beauty. I saw a son I've never seen before. They will see the land that is very far off. Journey from China to Missouri. My eyes are always on that which is far off. No, just, okay. I wrote this last night, and I made the point, just thinking out loud, so I know, because see, I may go back to this message 10 years from now, if I'm still around. And I'm thinking out loud while I was writing. This may not be a coincidence. Just not thinking. This, perhaps this is not a coincidence that I'm reaching on this Isaiah 33. So I'm still figuring all that out. But those who walk righteously are privileged to live in the constant presence of God. Find in God a perpetual refuge. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to make some mistakes along the way. He will allow us to make mistakes to keep us humble. Okay? And don't worry, if I make a mistake, I am the first one to beat me up. I have not got over beating myself up with a wet noodle every time I make a mistake. So you don't have to beat me up. Don't worry, I'm the first one to go to it. We will receive all necessary sustenance for our strength. And we will behold the king in his beauty. These are the attributes of the overcomer. The one who shall be able to dwell and live in the most holy place. The place of the baptism of fire. The reality of such a word is devastating to the hypocrites. Whose life does not match their walk or their talk. Amen. Amen. Wow.
What a dream, Pastor. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful dream. Got anything to add to it, Jacob? Well, since you asked. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so in the dream, you uh, this this angel which you which you maybe say my husband, but you know dumb and never let you go in. He wasn't gonna let you go in, but he very So so we're gonna summarize that this was an angel. Okay. And and and, and the an angel was putting you in a situation to show your obedience. You he told you to go west. And and and, and you had some provision to take care of yourself. I love that change. But because you obeyed. The change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you did what the angel told you to do. So another angel uh, met you and gave you some water, and you offered to pay this angel, but the angel said no. And the reason that the angel said no is because the first one already had your back and already had everything in store for you on the way, uh, on your course when you was going. So God was showing you that your obedience to him had ultimately and all of the provision that you was going to need on this journey. You wasn't going to need no change, even though it was a little change. All you had to do is take that first step of obedience, and then after that, everything else is going to be provided. Oh, come on, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, this, this was speaking to me while she was, while she was saying it, and I, I was following along, and, and, and I needed to hear that because what, what, I, what I see now is that we know what it looked like. To be able to stand in the fire. Now you saw it with Trump. In the election you see it with, with, with Brett. So we know what that's going to look like when we have to go out there. So you don't have to be you know, worried about what it's going to look like. This is going to be the storm that you're going to be in. If you're going to be a minister and you're going to stand up for God in the time we're living in now. You see what it's going to look like. So you have to be prepared biblically. You know, your word view has to be right. Your, your, your word has to be intact. And now we know what... God is going to do once we in faith obey him yeah. even if it's in a dream the dream is good for me because uh, I, I've always thought man am I ready when I saw what Greg was going through you know I was thinking man do I want some of this because if they're going to go back to my childhood and my high school day I used to be before God came in me Brett ain't got nothing. Not even close. Not even close. I did everything that, you know, I guess you supposed to do I, was, I was not saved. So, so that's what I got out of it. That explains 